also, I wanted to record a podcast tonight because this was on my heart. As I was in the shower, I was just thinking about um, my grandma's voice and she said, tell them about Jesus. And in honor of my grandma, I wanted to make this podcast episode and share my testimony. So um, let me start from the beginning and how Christ has changed my life and why I'm doing Spark Wholeness. And I just pray that it touches you and if you don't know Jesus, I want to introduce you to my best friend, my savior, my Lord, my everything. So, um, I grew up in a Christian household. Um, I remember when I was seven years old, I was asked to go to a vacation Bible school. Um, I, I was so young at the time, like I knew God, but I didn't, like it was the moment that I met Jesus. And so I was invited to vacation Bible school and it was in Cottondale. Like it was Cottondale Baptist church. And it was like a, it was a VBS and everyone was excited to go and they gave an altar call. And I knew I was like, I want Jesus. Like I want to experience that. And when Jesus came into my heart, I could feel his literal tangible presence, just like flood my whole body. And I could feel him coming in to dwell in me, if that makes sense, like his, um, the Holy spirit. And so from then on, um, I didn't get baptized yet, but I could feel as a little kid, I was very aware of spiritual atmospheres and when the Lord was close and I was always, um, I always gravitated towards that. My grandparents, had a strong pull in my life of being spirit filled. Um, they were in the Kenneth Copeland stuff. And so I always was um, just, we would have, you know, breakfast together and I would always just, just be in awe over them sharing about Jesus at the breakfast table. And so I would just always listen. And um, I actually, so I was, um, I remember I was over at my grandma's house and my cousin was in the back seat. And, um, I went to a Baptist church growing up, um, and Baptists are great. <laughs> I love Baptists, but my cousin was like, man, I, I got a, uh, I got a taste of the Holy ghost. And so I was just like, huh, what is that? I want, I want more. Like, I don't want to miss out. And I got baptized in the Holy spirit at my grandma's ranch house. And we prayed in her living room. And the Holy Spirit fell on me and I could speak in other, other tongues. And I rode my bike around the farm, around the ranch. And I started speaking in tongues as a little girl. I was 13. And at that moment, I was like, okay, I want to get baptized. And so I got water baptized in the Baptist church because I was terrified of going in front of people and getting dunked underwater. And it was just, it was nerve wracking for me. So I remember at 13, I got water baptized, even though I was saved, I got water baptized then. And, um, so in high school in junior high and high school, I always knew the Lord and I could hear his voice and I didn't spend, I, I just feel like I had a lot of encounters with him in church camp and, they would invite me to leadership things and I would and have these encounters, but I didn't realize and I didn't realize in high school and in in junior high, I had the gift of leadership. I had the gift of speaking. I had there were some gifts I had in my life and I just kind of 
um, just kind of ignored, like not ignored them, but I just, I was just living for myself and I was a people pleaser. Um, I, you know, I was on the cheer team. I was head cheerleader. I was prom queen. I was all the things. And I just wanted to, it was all about perfection for me in high school. So I knew Jesus, but I didn't realize that I was called into the ministry at that time, if that makes sense. And so, and I was a very sheltered kid. I would say I was basically raised an only child. I have two siblings that are 14 and 10 years older than me. So it was just a different time period, you know, growing up. And so I graduated from high school and I went to Lubbock Christian University in Lubbock. And it was just the first time that I was just kind of like on my own and just, you know, spreading my wings. And I went to Lubbock Christian and I was living for myself. I was dating guys. I dated a guy for two and a half years and we broke it off. And I asked the Lord, I said, I want to go to the school where it gives you the most glory. And I ended up at Texas Tech. I ended up transferring from Lubbock Christian and going to Texas Tech. And I remember um, I really got off the bandwagon when I went to Tech. And I was already kind of off the bandwagon when I went to Lubbock Christian. But there was Lubbock Christian is a Christian school. And so it it had principles and morals and it was a really good um, place. But as tech, as all you it's a very liberal school. And so I went into partying. Um, I got around people that did not know the Lord. Um, I got into some very, very bad relationships with some guys that caused some emotional abuse. Um, and the last relationship that I was in, I would date two guys at one time. I mean, I literally went off the bandwagon. Literally, I was in a lot of bad relationships and I was making choices that I'm not proud of to say on this microphone. And I was just I was living life for myself. And so this the last relationship that I had before I came back to the Lord, I went to a bar one night and I was listening to either Casey Donahue or something. And it was a country bar. It was like a country bar where you dance and there was concert. And um, I forgot who it was. It was either Casey Donahue or I forgot who it was. And I remember I was, you know, everybody was slopping face drunk. My boyfriend had his, at the time, had his arm around me. And I looked straight ahead and I saw Jesus in the back of the room. His eyes were staring intently at me, wanting me to get out of that lifestyle. And at that time, I was flunking out of my classes. I was flunking out of my classes. I was caught up in a bad relationship where it was taking me down a very, very bad road. And I'm talking very, very bad road um, to a point where he didn't care about me. It was all about the physical stuff. And that's why spark wholeness as women, we have to hold the standard high as women to let men know like we're not lowering our standards. We are we are princesses and daughters of the king and we expect to be treated that way. And so I remember that feeling of feeling like an object to a man and being abused in such a way where I was like, this is not good. You know, so Jesus, I had this encounter and Jesus is in the back of the room staring intently at me. And I was just like, he's calling my name like he's he wants he's pursuing me. He's calling me back. And 
long story short, that guy that I was with cheated on me and he did end up slapping me across the face one night. And my friend, I, I was like, well, I still want to be with him. And she's like, are you kidding? He just slapped you across the face. One of my best friends until this day. And I just remember, I was like, I got to get out of this situation. The Holy Spirit was like, you've got to get out of the situation. Or it's going to harm you. And when you hit a low place where you as a woman are like, I, I need someone to save me because I was outside of the will of God and I thought that was fine. But being outside of the will of God is a scary, scary, scary place to be. And I don't. And the reason why I'm sharing this is with y'all, because I don't want y'all to be in that place where you're outside of the will of God doing whatever you want to do, like stay in his will and stay in his covering because it is scary and the world's getting worse and it is scary out there. I'm going to tell you right now. And I cried out to God and I said, and he asked me, are you ready to do ministry now? Because I knew in my heart, I think I knew in my heart I was meant for more and I was meant to serve the Lord and do ministry, but I just didn't know. And I said, yes, I am. And I had to get rid of all my friends that I had that my drinking buddies, I had to block all of those those little boy toys, those, those boyfriends I had, I had to let go of a lot. And I found a church and I found a mentor and I started reading the Bible every day and getting serious about what I wanted to do with my life. And that was to follow Jesus. And that was to serve him in ministry and to use my voice for his, for his glory and to be a part of what he wanted for my life, not my will, but yours be done. And so I really started following him after that. And um, I got planted in a church and and then that summer it was really sweet because I came home from college that semester and in return, like I started dating guys. I, I mean, I just I just got in a different mindset and I started dating guys that actually respected me after that. Like I was dating a guy from going to school to be a pastor and he respected me. And I started teaching a girls' Bible study. And they're, you know, they were 10 or 11 at my mom's um, church. It was a Baptist church, like a small and Baptist church. And, and I started doing a Bible study and literally the Lord, he just said, I want to write your story. Let me write, let me be the, let me have the pen of your story and I'll write it. And that song by Francesca Battistelli, write your story. I was like, Lord, I want you to write the story for my life. But I'm telling you, I didn't come from a place. I went to church and I walked away for a short, brief moment. Thank goodness it wasn't longer. And it was horrible. It was horrific. It was like the demonic, were they were out to take me out. And I remember those low moments. And that is why I am so um, on fire to to do this because it's it's God has literally saved me from the pit and if he can save me, he can save you, whoever is listening to this on the other side of this microphone. And I just want you to know that Jesus is there and he's willing and able to save you. And if you haven't accepted him as your savior and you want to know him and you want him to be the Lord of your life, I invite you to say this prayer with me. And after we talk to Jesus, I want y'all to go find a church Go find a Bible, get into the word and start um, 
reading scripture and and to get a part of community that love the Lord. So let's pray together. If you want to receive him as your Lord and Savior, and Jesus died on the cross for you, he died on the cross for you, he bled a horrible death so that you can have life with him in eternity because sin was entered into the world from the serpent. And he wants to restore that so that you can live in eternity with him and the Father and the Holy Spirit. So if you want to receive him, if you're in a low place and you want to receive him, say this prayer with me. Okay. Lord Jesus, I repent of my sins. I am a sinner. And I have messed up. But I know that you are the son of God. And that you died on the cross for me and rose again on the third day. And Jesus, I invite you to come into my heart and be my Lord and Savior from this day on. I want to live in eternity with you in heaven. And I want your will and not mine to be done on earth as it is in heaven. I'm excited, Lord, for the story that you're going to write on my heart. And I just want you to come in and give me new life, abundant life, and cleanse me of all unrighteousness. In Jesus' name, amen. And if you prayed that, I want you to know that the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you are a new creation in Christ. Your old has gone away and the new has come and you have a brand new life and you are not the same. And I, like I said, he is my best friend and he is now your best friend. He's your Lord. He's your father. He's your heavenly perfect father. And if you have not gotten into a church or um, received, I want you to get in plugged in and to get the Bible. And if you have prayed that prayer, please reach out to me. I felt that the Lord wanted me to share the gospel, share, share my testimony so that y'all will know that God can turn beauty from ashes and he can do impossible things with just ordinary people. I love you guys. Whoever prayed that, the angels are rejoicing with you. I'm rejoicing with you. And I'm sure God the Father is so pleased that you took that step of obedience. And we're all rejoicing with you. I love you and God bless.